$5,000. That's the average amount of money people in the U.S. are now spending on gas in a year. Five grand. That's crazy. If you drive, you have to download Upside, the free app that gives you cash back every time you get gas. That's right. You can earn real cash back with Upside just by buying the gas you're already buying. You can literally start earning cash back today. I use Upside every time I fill up, and I've already made around two, $300. You're putting gas in your car anyway. Why not get real cash back? If you like free money, download Upside. I'm saving the cash I earn from using Upside to help pay for a vacation later this year. Download the free Upside app now to earn cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code GAME to get an extra 25 cents per gallon on your first tank. You can cash out anytime right to your bank, PayPal, or a gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code GAME for a 25 cents per gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code GAME for a 25 cents per gallon bonus. Spider exposure therapy makes me want to just die. No. (laughs) I am big passing right now. You couldn't pay me to do that. Hey, you science pal. (laughs) Howdy there, you science pals. I'm Grace. Hi, I'm Josh. And together we're The Random Theory. The Random Theory, a podcast where we discover the unknown together. But we're not discovering it, we're just giving it to you. Oh yeah, we made made that distinction in the previous episode. Should we hop into a rating and review? I guess we should, yeah, we should just like fire into some some Apple Pod rating and reviews. Also the email, got an email. I'm going to pull up a rating and review. I'll let you read the email one since this is an email guy. This is an episode suggested by an email from our email, randomtheorypod at gmail.com. If you have an idea for the podcast or want to just say hey and don't want to leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts, you can email us there. This one comes from Lucy. Lucy? She says, hi guys, just want to say I absolutely love this podcast and would listen to it all day. Aw, thanks Lucy. I didn't even have a clue who you were before the podcast came out, and now I'm your biggest fan. Oh my gosh! Welcome, Lucy! Yeah. (laughs) This is the first time I've heard that. Yeah, that's huge, Lucy, because we also run a YouTube channel called TCOR, if you didn't know, and so a lot of the listeners come from there, which is great, but to hear somebody that just somehow stumbled upon, I don't, she didn't say how she found it, I would love, Lucy, follow up. I'd love to know how you found the podcast. Same. Um, but that's, that's huge. That's great. She did say science pals with a heart. And then she said, I would love or I would be so happy if you did a podcast on why some people are scared of a certain animal and others aren't or just a podcast on phobias. Uh, lots of love and gratitude. Lucy in Ireland. This podcast is for you today, Lucy. Actually, a lot of the research about phobias ha- actually came from the UK. No way, really. Really. They're really big into phobias around there. Lucy, follow up. Let us know how you found the podcast. Let us know if this podcast was good. And also, uh, let me know how Ireland is. My wife and I have wanted to go yeah, to Ireland. I really want to go so. to Ireland. It sounds like yeah. a good time. So yeah, thank you so much, Lucy, for writing in. That was a great email. Thanks, Lucy. This podcast is for you. Um, and then what you got on the app podcast? Mine comes from Creature 11. Creature. Creature 11. Yep. Okay. They said T-Core pod OGRT. They said, okay. first off, I love T-Core. They also gave us five stars. So thank you, Creature 11. <laughs> nice. Yeah. I've been watching ever since Grant was making the videos and I loved it the whole time. I have a puzzle podcast idea. Check the guess at the bottom. So it says... Okay. 
rain minus a plus g plus fling minus fl in fear minus the f my brain is i don't even know what's happening right now i uh, i think i just blacked out while you were reading that <laughs> that was oh no ringing minus the fl ringing and then fear minus the f would be ear ringing in ear oh tonight ringing in ears they want a podcast about that sure that's the worst tonight yeah. is um is it a thing I don't, i'm worried i'm going to have it because i play in a band and mm-hmm. it's that's uh definitely like a leading cause is like loud it's like when you, know. you leave a concert and you have like the ringing yeah and so basically like yeah for those that don't know tinnitus is just that but chronic and either you have it constantly or it kind of comes and goes interesting we'll definitely have maybe yeah. we'll have you do that one josh i need to stare my future or stare my future in the eyes and <laughs> face it yeah that, do that. <laughs> yeah gosh cool oh my gosh so thank you creature 11 for that and for your riddle i really like that guys leave stuff like that if you have a podcast idea and you want us to figure it out but like leave us a note for what it actually is like let us know because that was a fun little puzzle i love that creature 11 that was so original i felt so dumb well it's because you weren't looking at it <laughs> yeah when you were reading it i was like i was trying to visualize what you were saying and it just it just wasn't working it just wasn't it yeah (laughs) it's okay okay so real quick disclaimer before we get into it um obviously if you clicked into this you know we're we're going to be talking about phobias if that is something that you know if if you happen to have one or you you know that's just triggering for you you know skip this podcast because we're going to talk a lot about them um and it definitely is not something you want to hear about Um, and then also if we are making jokes and laughing and whatever, you know, we, we're not trying to, we're definitely not downplaying anyone with phobias or anything like that. Um, we just, we keep it light, we keep it fun. Um, and that's, that's really it. Okay. (laughs) Phobias. 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 It's more extreme than fear. In the normal everyday sense and develops when a person has exaggerated or rational perception of danger or threat about a particular thing. So an example, being a bit wary of spiders isn't the same thing as an arachnophobic. Yeah. So phobias aren't always entirely irrational uh, in the sense that some spiders, for example, are dangerous and should be avoided. But a mm-hmm. phobia will assume that all spiders, even the tiny house spiders, are a threat. Listeners know our feelings on spiders. Yeah, we don't have good um, feelings on spiders. And I've actually, there's a movie called Arachnophobia. I couldn't even dream of watching that. Yeah, I'm sure that that has contributed heavily to my Oh, state. I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure of it. So what do you think, listeners, you can participate as well. What do you think the top five phobias are? Um. Okay, so arachnophobia for sure. Yeah. That's actually number one. I'm going to say, oh, claustrophobia, the tight space. No, not top five. Yeah. Shoot. Everyone likes tight spaces, I guess. Apparently. What about the fear of heights? Yes. That's That's on there. Okay. Yep. That's number three. How about the fear of oceans? That might fit into one of them. It's 
the fear of situations where escape is difficult. Yeah, I mean, I guess it depends on your situation. If you're like floating on a little <laughs> yeah. door and your boyfriend just sunk to the bottom of the ocean, then yeah. <laughs> but um, that was a reference. Uh, <laughs> I got it, Titanic. Yeah, he could have fit on that door. <laughs> he definitely could have um, fit on the door. But if you're like on a boat, does that qualify? Because you're, you're... Yeah, I'm going to go with it, yeah. Okay, okay. What's the name of that? Uh, Agoraphobia. Oh, yes. Okay, I have heard of that. Agoraphobia. I think it's agoraphobia. Yeah. Yeah. So you've gotten number one, number three, and number four. Snakes? Yep, that's number two. Okay. This last one was very shocking to me. (laughs) Is it like something way off the wall? I kind of think so. I don't know. What I I have no idea. What is it? Uh, Fear of dogs. Oh, dogs. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I, I like you mentioned in that intro. I definitely do not have a phobia of dogs, but I do get a little skittish around some dogs. Yeah, I I do too. Some of them so. I'm just like, oh no, thank you. You make yeah, me nervous. Of, yeah, you don't know what that dog's about. Yeah, it's, how it's been trained. And <laughs> you don't stuff. know what its life's like. <laughs> can't judge that dog yeah yeah so arachnophobia the fear of spiders uh is actually the most common phobia sometimes even a picture can in fear or induce feelings of panic oh absolutely i literally saw a short today on youtube and it was it had a spider on it and i literally like covered the screen because i wanted to hear what they were saying but i was like i can't even look at the image Dude, of they're- it there are so many. Oh, it gives me crawlies even thinking about it. <laughs> there was, for a brief period of time on Reddit, there was like a meme going around where people would post videos that would end with like a spider jumping out or something. Oh, I know what you're talking about. But like the, the build up to it, you had no idea. Yeah. And, it you know, it would be some BS like watch till the end. Yeah. Those just wrecked me. I it was awful. <laughs> You're like I can't watch another video. I was like I might be done with the internet after watching that because <laughs> they're so bad. It's terrifying. Um, I saw this thing though recently, actually talking about it was just kind of like asking the question of like, is the fear of spiders like arachnophobia? Like, why is that a thing? Yeah, and is it? based on like the media like has it been imprinted in us outside of just like you know uh whatever like evolutionarily tendencies you know like other things like fear of heights and stuff whatever i don't want to fall or i don't want to you know fight a dog or whatever yeah 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 but yeah like spiders i mean some of them are deadly sure whatever but most of them they're just a little bug I don't care what it is. I want it gone. <laughs> I'm not even the type of person that's like, let's put it outside. I'm like, no, yeah. if that is in my house, it is dead. I hate to be that person, but like, I don't yeah. have, I don't have the space for it. Yeah. I mean, I'm the same way. Like, I'm sorry, but it, it's like, that's my space. Yeah. You can't be in here. Yeah. If it's outside, like if I see it, you know, it's outside in a bush or something. I'm not going to bother I'm it. Not, it's yeah, outside. Like, well, that's where you belong. You're out there. You can stay. Do I think about burning the bush? Sure. <laughs> but am I going to burn the bush? No. Didn't I like come to you and I was like dead serious telling you about like I had a situation developing at my house. <laughs> I did. Because I, <laughs> I had a bush out front 
that looked like it was developing like a spider nest, like a web situation. And I, yeah, I told Grace, I was like, I have a situation developing. It's about to be really bad. <laughs> I I took care of it. It's fine. I'm glad. I, yeah. I just, yeah, I don't do spiders at all. I have chills yeah. literally talking about it. Okay, let's move on because I don't <laughs> okay. want to talk about spiders anymore. Number two, okay. the fear of snakes. I feel bad if you are someone that is like, I have all five of these fears. I just feel for you. Um, rough podcast. For really you. rough podcast. This may yeah. be exposure therapy for you. Like <laughs> <laughs> Your therapist might be using this podcast. Um, This has perhaps had its roots in culture and in evolution. So many snakes are poisonous. So avoiding them is an essential survival tactic kind of thing. I I think, yeah. I mean, it's similar to spiders. I feel like slightly more like it makes more sense evolutionarily, like like being just hardwired to fear a snake. For sure. But then totally like in, you know, the famous scene in Indiana Jones when he's like, oh, why did it have to be snakes? Like mm-hmm. they're they're always the enemy. Always. <laughs> always. Yeah. They're yeah. literally always the enemy. Uh, acrophobia. The fear of heights. Acrophobia. This actually belongs to a category of specific phobias called space and motion discomfort. Acrophobia. Phobia can affect a person in a variety of situations, including air travel, crossing bridges, or even traveling up an escalator. Okay. Oh, up an escalator. That would be rough. I wonder if it's different. I wonder if like hiking a mountain, does that make someone nervous? Like, do you have heights in that situation? Because you're technically still on the ground, you know? Oh, that's true. You're not like on some man-made thing that hanging above ground or whatever. Number four is agoraphobia, the fear of situations where escape is difficult. Escape rooms are not for you. No, but this leads to people avoiding all sorts of different situations, um, open spaces, crowded places, etc. It can get so severe that uh, some sufferers end up not wanting to leave their homes at all. Oh, wow. That is rough, though. I feel like claustrophobia, I know like that's just like when you're in a tight space, but I feel like claustrophobia yeah. like runs very similarly to this. The thought process is kind of the same, I th- I would think. Like you're in a tight space and you want, yeah. you, you got to get out. You can't stay in there, you know. Mm-hmm. And then there is cynophobia. Cynophobia. Okay. Uh, this is fear of dogs, but cynophobia is a specific animal phobia. Around a third of people who seek treatment for a specific phobia have an irrational fear of dogs or cats. So around 24% of the UK population owns a dog, which represents an estimated population of 8.9 million pet dogs, which means your chances of running into someone with dog are pretty relatively high. People with xenophobia may experience symptoms just even thinking about a dog. Honestly, like other... You know, the other ones are very unfortunate and, you know, I feel for people that are suffering from them. But that one to me feels almost like the worst one out of the five. Oh, for sure. Because, yeah, it's like I know everyone knows that spiders and snakes are scary and they are not, you know, welcomed into the home. But dogs are. Dogs (laughs) are. Um, That feels like a really rough one. So millions of individuals experience debilitating levels of anxiety with phobias uh, being the most common anxiety disorder. So subcategories of phobias include animals, obviously, 
like we just talked about before, um, natural environments like heights or being in thunderstorms, blood injections, injuries such as getting a shot or having blood or or having blood drawn or seeing blood. Uh, and then other situations such as flying on an airplane or riding on an escalator. So there's a plethora of phobias that you can have in the world, uh, honestly. Yeah. Are you, yeah. do any of those, like, does having your blood make you, take and make you queasy? No, like, I don't think, I mean, not in a phobia type way. I mean, I don't enjoy it, but I, right. it's not, I, I can go do it, no problem. And, gotcha. You know, no big deal. I used to, even when I was, like, a broke college student, I would do the um, plasma donations or whatever oh, nice yeah make a little make a little cash nice um so yeah it doesn't doesn't really bother me gotcha what about you does this bother you no it does not bother me at all i was uh, the yeah. weird kid that like when they would take my blood at the like doctor's office and stuff like i would want to hold the vial because i thought it was really oh. cool <laughs> which sounds really messed up but i just thought it was so cool that i was holding like the liquid version of me <laughs> Do you have to watch the needle go in? Yeah, I think it's cool to see the needle go in my arm. Oh gosh. <laughs> <laughs> when I was I will say when I was younger, that's the case. Like I thought okay. it was really cool. Now that I am older, I like for when I was younger, I don't know why it felt settling, but for me it felt comforting seeing the needle go in. Now that I am older, I don't like it as much but I also wonder if that has to do with me also being like a control freak or a con like very controlling of like my body because that's like the one thing that I can control so I wonder yeah. if like that is like a defense mechanism in my brain of like if you're doing something to me I want to watch and I want to see because I want to make sure I'm okay does that make you sense gotta, you gotta check their work yeah even though make I have no sure. idea what they're doing <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So what is to blame for our fears and our phobias? Are we destined to have fears and phobias based on our genes we inherit or our experiences to blame? I feel like it's got to be a mix of both, you know, right. like uh, from an, like I was saying, like with snakes and, and spiders to a certain degree and whatever. Mm -hmm. Like, I think there is an evolutionary thing of like you're just your will to survive and right. whatnot. Um like if I'm afraid of a bear, like that's because yeah, I don't want to die in the <laughs> There's bear. There's a reason <laughs> you're scared of a bear. <laughs> yeah, like a bear will kill me. Yes, um, I agree with that. So based on data, genetic differences among individuals has a big effect on the development of phobias. For example, genetic variations account for 45% of individual differences in animal fears and 41% of differences in blood injection or injury fears. So while these numbers are considerable, they also reveal that non-generic effects explain most of the differences in fears and phobias. Mm, okay. Specifically, the research found that individuals' experiences were the strongest predictor of fears and phobias. That's not shocking to me. Things that yeah. it, like being bitten by a dog or getting caught in a dangerous thunderstorm, these all make impacts on you and your brain and create these fears. I, if you're bitten by a dog, I would definitely be afraid of dogs. Yeah. So based on the data, we might conclude that both nature and nurture play a role and that nurture seems to be more of the important factor here. 
yeah, so it's both, but the experience is more important, it mm-hmm. seems. However, why the story is probably more complicated than it is, the nature <laughs> versus nurture dichotomy is an oversimplification. Mm. Okay. So people vary their responses to scary events, with some of us developing strong fears and others being relatively unfazed by events. So some people, something happens to them and it is life-altering. It is life-changing. You throw someone else into that event and they might see it as, meh, that was okay. Like if you give two people the same experience, one is going to walk away feeling different than the other. That's true. That's very true. That's just the way the world is. And that greatly affects the development of phobias. Yeah. So parents often see these differences even between their own kids, uh, who on average share 50% of their genetic information, like we talked about last week. (laughs) Oh, nice. Yep. If you missed that one, go back and listen. Um... For example, one child might be afraid to climb a chair after falling one time, while his sister might keep climbing the furniture no matter how many times they fall. Um, oh, yeah. No matter how many times like their parents tell them, stop, they're going to keep doing it. Was Which of you and your sister is that? That kid? was me. I That's had you. to be told. They had to like take the thing away. I oh. would. I would <laughs> if it was climbing a chair, I was already climbing it and falling off yeah. and climbing it again. What about you? I want to say it was probably me, but some of that might just be like I was the younger, you know, the really younger sibling. Yeah. Um, But I mean, yeah, I was definitely like bashing my head into stuff and (laughs) just falling off things. Yeah. You know. Oh, man. All the good stuff. So obvious explanations for a person's fear might not be right or at least might not be complete. We might explain a person's fear of water based on a frightening experience they had as a child, which is part of the story. But we might not realize the experience was amplified by a person's tendency to develop fears after that kind of experience. That makes sense. Yeah. This tendency is determined at least in part by our genes. So it is it is gene uh, nature related. Yes. It does make sense. You know, it, mm-hmm. it is nature related, but it just comes down to how the difference in how people perceive a situation. Right. Like Which what's is really gonna be interesting. a defining a defining moment from a from a kid's yeah. life or whatever. Yeah. Because I think about it and like there's things that happened in like my, my sister and I's childhood that I just write off as like, oh, that was crazy and my sister's like that was traumatizing and i'm like oh i don't see it that way (laughs) you know like i'm kind of like oh okay there's i feel like i've had that talking with like my wife and getting a different perspective on just all the stuff like me growing up in a farm town a tiny farm town and there's just tons of stuff where i'm just like yeah you know whatever and she's like uh that's not normal and she's like oh that's crazy Um, (laughs) i'm like ah it's just the way it was you know just the way everything went down and everything happened i had a great childhood by the way i just want to throw that out there didn't want to yeah concern anything mom dad if you're listening i also had a great childhood i'd like to say (laughs) (laughs) but like i think about like this one thing specifically where like swinging on the swings growing up if we fell off the swing or like my sister fell off the swing, 
I like that didn't impact me really. I was just kind of like, right. oh, she fell off the swing. But like for her, that was traumatizing. But she for was me, done with swings. Yeah. I was like, for me, I was just like, oh, she fell off. Like, this is what it is. I'm going to keep on swinging. Yeah. Even if I fall off, I'm going to keep on. I'm going to get back on the swing and swing again. Get back on that horse. So the good news here is that whatever the cause of your phobia is, um, you can respond amazingly well to the right kind of treatment now i'm not a therapist josh is not a therapist no way but there is this thing called a exposure therapy average length is about two hours but they basically expose you to your fear and it can relieve the vast majority of phobias um they have they say with as many as 90 percent of people being much improved or completely recovered an average of four years later and the treatment involves gradually confronting one's fear in a relatively controlled setting. Interesting. I think exposure fer- therapy could be good for the correct person. If there's a way to help somebody with a debilitating phobia mm-hmm. and it is done, you know, like they said, a relatively controlled setting. Yeah. So like And safely. Safe yeah, like safely and you trust, you know, whoever your your therapist. Yeah. Don't go out and do this on your own. <laughs> yeah, I would definitely. I that. I, yeah, I'm, we we're not therapists, but I can just a- assume that would be terrible. Yeah, yeah. I think I think it could be great I, as long as it can help you and and you take it slowly. I think that would be another huge thing. Is you know, if you're afraid of heights, probably don't go like to the tallest building in the world. Right. Chill. <laughs> um. <laughs> yeah, but I think but, exposure yeah. therapy could be something really good, especially if your daily life is impacted. Say you're you are scared to talk to strangers or you're scared to use an elevator or you're scared to whatever your phobia may be this is a way for you to break that and to like live a normal more comforting quote-unquote normal comforting life it is hard yeah it's and it you know it I definitely don't want to like paint you in a bad light like we're not saying anything's right anything is wrong with you i mean obviously there's there's something that is keeping you from living quote-unquote societal normal life yeah that's something that hopefully you could get help for but yeah it's it's hard man it's weird and it's it's a complex situation Mm -hmm. i guess is another thing too like it's it is this kind of therapy works and hopefully more things come out as it's studied more to help more people Mm -hmm. um i the thought of uh spider exposure therapy makes me want to just die no (laughs) i am big passing right now you couldn't pay me Uh, to me it's like what's the point like i don't need to live in harmony with spiders no no. like i don't need that no i'm good no i'm fine living my life they're fine living their life that's that yeah well this was another fun pod it was. It's another vague research and like, oh, they kind of know and they kind of don't and whatever. But it's cool that we got to learn that, you know, it's a little bit of nature. It's a little bit of nurture um, yeah. and that it also has to do with your genetics. I did not know that. I think that's also very yeah. fascinating. Yeah, Lucy, I hope we shared something that you wanted to know. Yeah. Um, and if there's anyone out there that either has a phobia that we talked about or maybe we didn't, but you want to share. I would love to hear about it. Even if Me you want to like write in and, you know, keep, we'll keep it anonymous. Like you don't want to, you know, yeah. just let us know in the email. Um, I would love to hear about it. Me too. And 
talk about it more because um, it is it is very fascinating and interesting to learn about. Well, guys, if you have a podcast idea and you want it read or you just want to tell us how great the podcast is, leave us a rating and review um, or send us an email at randomtheorypod at gmail.com. All right, guys, we will talk to you next week when we're talking about what causes addiction. Another brain. We're doing another brain one. This is the month of how the brain brains. How the brain brains. Oh, and then we're talking about twins. So if you're a twin, let us know. Let us know in the next like week and we might get you in a podcast. Yeah. All right, guys. Hope you have a super cool and awesome week and we'll catch you next time. Bye, everyone. Bye, science pals.